Well, coming up October 1st, uh, there's uh, some... uh, well, an application is going to be opening up here, the opportunity to fill out the FAFSA application. And we're talking about uh, financial aid type things here. Uh, and uh, talking with Rachel uh, uh, Sherlock, who is the Assistant Director of Financial Aid here at Minnesota State University. Good afternoon, Rachel. Good afternoon. Hey, thanks for stopping in and, uh, you know, scheduling some time to chat with us uh, and let folks know a little bit more about uh, what FAFSA is and maybe a little bit into the uh, how the financial aid process works for folks. It's uh, everyone knows that there is a cost for higher education and that, uh, that coming up with the financial aid um, arrangement or package or whatever, uh, the way to finance it, uh, you know, you need some help. And there are wonderful experts such as yourself that are here to help us figure out the the way to move forward and uh, be able to to make this investment in your future uh, with the uh, through education here at Minnesota State University. So thanks for taking time. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And uh, we were chatting before we started recording here that uh, this time of the year you're quite a popular person. We are. So um, every year on October 1st, that's when that FAFSA application opens up, so that free application for federal student aid. And so that's when students will want to fill that out for the year ahead. So we are filling that out on in October already for the 2023 to 2024 school year. So if you're planning attending college anytime from fall 2023 um, through spring and summer of 2024, this is going to be the application for you. All right. And then the application is uh, information from a f- from sort of your financial background or your family's financial background, whether you're, uh, you know, a dependent or on your own. That. Y- yeah. yeah. Um, so students, um, typically students at MSU, the vast majority are dependent students. So okay. a lot of times students do have to list their parental information as well. So when students fill out the FAFSA, they'll list their demographic information, their financial information. But then if it asks for parent information, they'll also want to list their parents' demographic and parent financial information. Okay. And uh, and I imagine that uh, there's a lot of questions when it comes to that kind of kind of thing, like uh, what the exact details are and those kind of things. And I'm sure that much of it is fairly self-explanatory, but if you do run into some problems, you guys, I'm sure, can can help answer or, or clarify some of those questions. Oh, absolutely. Students can always reach out to us at the Campus Hub. Um, so we have an email, campushub at mnsu.edu. Um, we have a phone number, 507-389-1866. Um, you know, they can reach out to us either way. Um, we also have some kind of common tips or tricks for students to complete the FAFSA. Um, so that might be a might be a good starting place is just where where one can find those those facts perhaps the FAQs or whatever for the for the FAFSA yeah um, so they can always visit our website sure. so mnsu.edu forward slash campus hub um, mm-hmm. so we have a lot of financial aid information out there um, including information on the FAFSA um, we we also do advising appointments so students can reach out to us schedule a one-on-one time where we can walk through the FAFSA application um, so we have advisors available to help assist with that um, campus hub can help answer questions. So if they want to call in or send an email, we're more than happy to help there too. And this is really the starting point when you're looking at financing your education. It really is because yeah. that it's it's from the FAFSA. I know that a lot of um, 
the uh, the the loans or the grants or things like that, how those things happen, all based on this FAFSA application. Absolutely. So every student's financial situation is unique. Mm -hmm. So based on this application, we determine what the student's aid eligibility is. So every student will receive an award notice that'll detail out exactly what their eligibility is for the year ahead, um, whether that be grants, that's that free money that they don't have to pay back, or whether that's student loans, which is that money that you do have to pay Mm -hmm. back with interest. Yeah. And so that's uh, this is really the starting point uh, to making sure that you have the finance piece of the uh, of the of your education plan in place and and we talk about the starting point uh, then for the fat for even getting started on that is kind of understanding what you'll need what documentation all those kind of things and and the best way is to go to the university website and uh, and the campus hub there where you have all the uh, details on that available for students and then if they want to set up an appointment and, and meet with you guys that's possible as well and and so they'll uh, the uh, the application begins October 1st and I know from past experience the sooner the better right yes absolutely so there are some forms of need-based aid that have more limited funding pools so the earlier that students apply they know that they're then being reviewed for the most possible need-based aid whereas if you wait until later you may end up not being eligible for things that you otherwise would have been eligible sure makes total sense and uh, what's sort of the time frame how like how long are applications well I suppose applications are kind of ongoing uh, but when would you start to get some feedback some information back on on this application yeah, so we typically start reviewing FAFSAs um, around December. So December, January, February is a lot of the time that we start sending emails out to students. Um, if we do need any additional documentation or information at all, um, if you are a continuing student, we're expecting your official awards. So that official notice saying, here's what you're eligible for for the year ahead, um, typically come out during the summer. If you're a new entering student, if, so if you're brand new to to us, we try to give you a snapshot ahead of time of what to expect on that official award. Right. And we do want those to come out um, really early in the spring, so that, that way you have a full idea of what to expect for the year ahead. Sure. So this uh, this application is being done, and then you guys are reviewing it. Yes. So right? all FAFSA applications, once you submit it, takes about three to five business days to arrive to us. Okay. Um, then we start reviewing the information. Um, if the application requests additional information, or if there's anything conflicting that we have to resolve, we always email out to the student. So it's really important for students to keep a close eye on their email because that's where we're going to be sending that information. Exactly. Make sure it's uh, it's, it's active. Uh, You know, you're like most likely your university account would be the best. Um, And then uh, and then, yeah. Keep an eye on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> don't, right. No, just oh, delete, 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 delete. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's that's where you get in that situation yeah, yeah. where all of a sudden you're like, I have no idea what to financially right. expect. So, but let's say for example, you did delete that email. You can always shoot us a call or give us an email, sure, sure. and we can always help to get you that look information. You, look up your too. information and, and get back on track with that. And then, um, well, I know one of the uh, anything else about FAFSA that we want to. 
talk about? Yeah, I'd say just a couple of things to note um, or common things that I see families ask oh, yeah, about. Please. Um, one is that the FAFSA for the upcoming year is going to ask for your 2021 tax information. Okay. So it's a good idea to have that at the ready, ready to go. It'll help you fill out the application. Um, the second is, is that the FAFSA often asks for banking documentation. So like the amount of your cash savings checking account as of today. Um, so just have an idea of what you as the parent or you as the student's um, amount is for today. Um, one of the common pitfalls we see is that folks, um, when they're looking at investments as of today, may often accidentally list their retirement accounts, the value of their home. Um, if they have a business with 100 employees or less, they may accidentally list that under businesses. If they have a family farm that they live at, they may accidentally report that. Um, so just be really careful on those questions um, to only list like um, stocks and bonds as far as investments go. Um, the, so the question, liquid assets. Yes, liquid assets. Really. Okay. Yep. So we're, you know, they're not looking for your home or your family farm right. or your small business. They're looking for kind of those bigger liquid assets. Got it. All right. That's, uh, that's very good to know. Um, anything else on um, that? I think that covers it. Okay. Well, the other the other question that I wanted to just uh, or topic that I just wanted to bring up is uh, obviously recently here we heard from uh, President Biden the whole loan forgiveness program for student debt, and uh, and that certainly um, falls into your world. So <laughs> I guess I just wanted to uh, have some some comment on that from you. Yeah, so it's been a really exciting yeah. announcement for um, both our current students as well as our alumni. Um, because if you borrowed federal student loans um, June 30th of 2022 or before, um, okay. so this does not include students who are borrowing loans for this current term. Understood. Yep. Um, but the ones before, um, up to $10,000 are eligible for forgiveness for federal student loans um, for for all students um, within the certain income brackets and eligibility. Um, up to $20,000 if you were Pell eligible. Okay. Um, we do have information on our website regarding all of the details as far as what the eligibility criteria is for each category, um, how to find out what your current loan balance is, who your loan servicer is, so who to reach out to for more information, um, you know, where to find all this information. So it's a really great resource for students and families. And again, where can they find that? Yeah, they can find that off of our Campus Hub website will have information on loan forgiveness. Okay, excellent. And that's uh, mnsu.edu and just forward for slash campus hub. Yep. <laughs> very good. Well, Rachel, thank you so much. Been a delight to chat with you about uh, financial aid, something that is, uh, uh, you know, a necessary part of the whole process here. We have to find a way to fund things. And uh, it's great to be able to chat with you again this year about FAFSA, the big thing. Get going on that application. Find out what you need for some of the documentation. You, you want to make sure you've got that stuff prepared before you sit down and start filling this out. And any questions, they can reach out to you and uh, your office and, uh, and find out more. So thank yes. you. Thank you so much. Very good. That is Rachel uh, Sherlock. She is the Assistant Director of Financial Aid here for Minnesota State University Mankato. Finding out more about the free application for federal student aid, the FAFSA. Get that form uh, filled out uh, beginning October 1st.